0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Good morning, Blog Talk listeners. Tom Hayes here on a very foggy day by the sea in Beantown, USA. But we are going to have a fantastic show today. Dave, Ke- I hope I pronounced this right because I never asked him. Quinjon, Keen- Quin, Keen- Keen- <laughs> Well, listen. Uh, we have, as always, waiting right up the coast, that wild and crazy guy. Well, well, we have to do this right, as you know. Every, every week we have to do this right. The right music for the right guy, Mr. Enzo Catalini.
2: <laughs> Hä ja vii go vamma me evn da
3: chadum.
4: Sette velja lo be she la wand as he be chajakata.
3: Second stanza.
5: Hey, hey, let's go, let che- Que se dice, que se dice. Que la luna, que se dice. How you doing? How you doing? How you, doing? How you see in America, you say, how you doing? I'm doing I'm good. Doing how you fine. doing? I'm doing, doing what's I'm good. What's happening? I'm doing good. What's happening, good? Good. happening it's, uh, at the it's opera house? Como esta? Como esta? Como <laughs> esta? My friend Damaso. Did you eat broccoli?
1: Let's get to the right stuff. Did you eat broccoli last <laughs> night?
5: Well, everyone complains that because uh, I'm a bean, but uh, sometimes, you know, I can, uh, you know, you would be a little gassy and uh, all of a sudden, you know. Uh, hey! I mean, you know, oh, Scoozy. 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 <laughs> but, you know, I... When you eat a pizza with the broccoli and the beans on the top, and uh, and you're a bean to begin with, uh, you you know. Last night, uh, that happened. I was at a restaurant, and and uh, you know, all of a sudden, and there was a oh, candle on oh, the oh, table, and it flared up, oh, and it put on fire. It was so awful. It was all.
1: I'm, you a know regular, what you're supposed so I'm
5: a regular person there, so I'm the you know really only customer, to so they're say, nice me. Yeah. Yeah. You know
1: what you're supposed to say. say? <laughs> you keep forgetting.
5: I know, I know. Scusi. I say it so much, yeah. i got to say it now. Scusi, scusi, scusi. But for everything that happens for the rest of the show, I say now, I say scusi. Okay?
1: Okay. Hey, so what's happening down like, at the uh, Opera House? Have you heard any news around Oh, you
5: music? missed up the show last night. I thought you were going to be there. We had uh, one of my goombas from the old country came. Uh, his name is uh, Mario Cicoli, and uh, Mario Cicoli is the foremost imitators of fresh produce in all the world. Really? He, he, oh, you should have seen. Oh, you should. He does apples. Uh, he gets on stage, and all of a sudden, you look at him, and he's an apple. He's a squash. You uh, and, and and when he did when he did the cantaloupe. The impression of a cantaloupe. I cried. I cried. It was so beautiful. We had a bigger crowd. We had a bigger crowd. We had uh we had eleven or twelve people.
3: You know, this is the
5: crowd I get when I play my jazz, uh my jazz did But uh yeah he was a famous man all over Europe, everyone knows, uh, Mario Saroli, the uh fruit man. Uh, uh, he, he just does impressions of, he does actually, to tell you the truth, his, his food imitations are better than his vegetable, the vegetables <laughs> on his front Well, listen, what we have think?
1: a huge star today. Uh, this gentleman comes all the way from California. He is one of the hardest, well, I'm going to read right from his website, which is songwizard.com, and he is one of the hardest working artists in children's music business as a recording artist ah. on song with, that he tours nationally to rave reviews and holds the coveted parents choice gold award he's a songwriter oh, that, that consistently yeah listen consistently creates new ah. and, and innovative that's the same way of saying innovative material for a long list of family entertainment and, and educational companies he's written over 200 songs in the past few years alone most notably for jim henson tv Huh. and uh, Disney Audio, Video, and TV, Davidson Associates, Simon & Schuster Interactive, Sesame Street, and Sony wow. Wonder Home vi- Video, and the Children's Television Workshop. Please, this come is on. going to be a collection uh, so Get sure. ready. A, a big warm ready. welcome for Mr. Dave Quinone. Dave, did I say your last name correctly?
6: My last name is pronounced Quinone. Ken like Quinone. Ken, I am so and sorry. Noin, noin rhymes with coin. Kinoin. Kinoin. That's a good name, Dave.
5: His name is David. Let's give him a bigger hand. On this there earth. we go. Wow. wow you
7: know, wow, Dave, Dave, I...
5: If I knew you were going to be on here, I would have dressed a lot better.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I think you look terrific. <laughs> always looking good to me Enzo. Dave, I'm
6: excited I mean, I'm about reading, having you Dave know, on we've, the
1: show. <laughs> we've had a lot of guests on this show, but your first of all, your website, and I want to repeat it again, songwizard.com is most impressive. Uh probably the most impressive of of all the guests. And I mean, I'm I'm on the about page here and I'm just looking at the list of songs. I mean, This is wild. I mean, do you sleep?
6: Actually, I I frequently wake up in the middle of the night and write lyrics or adjust current lyrics on a notepad next to my bed or sing melodies or bass lines or arrangement ideas into a digital tape recorder I keep right there by my bed. So I do sleep, but my sleep is often pleasantly interrupted with uh, creative ideas. You know, isn't that, you know,
1: um, I'm so glad you got to that right away because we always want to get there. We want to tell kids, what would be your message to kids about creativity and writing and pursuing your passion? Just all of that lumped into one. But since you you, you talk about something that does happen when you get in that creative mode, uh, another mind kind of visits your mind and takes over, doesn't it?
6: Well, I've never really looked at it that way. I've always figured it was my mind doing everything, Uh, but there are, I guess, you you could say uh, there are aspects of your intelligence and your creativity, and certainly uh, sometimes I seem to be smarter and more creative than others, but then Mm -hmm. again, at those times when it seems like nothing's coming out, that's just part of the process of writing. For example... I got together with a good friend of mine named Randy Sharp. He's a brilliant songwriter. And for three hours, we sat and discussed what was funny because we were writing a funny song. And we talked about, is it funny to step over a banana peel and slide on a grape and fall? Is it funny this? Is it funny that? For three hours, we didn't have any ideas that we decided to use. And another person might have said, oh, my goodness. Oh, heavens. I have writer's block but we didn't we mm-hmm. were working and in fact right. shortly after that three hours of having our bottom kicked we <laughs> came up with an idea that we used and it'll be on a brand new album this coming January
1: that's right oh. it's, a, it's never you never know if it's going to be easy and, and so when you write what happens
5: well, I keep next to my bed. Uh, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I I reach the right night table and I grab a Snickers bar, <laughs> and, it, uh, and it makes me happy. And uh, when I wake up in the morning, I feel happy. I can write uh, uh, some music. Uh, that's where the inspiration for my opera, which will be debuting soon, as you know, at the down Opera House, well, uh, and you know well, the title, Dave, and Frank.
1: Dave, you. You've never been riding along, and all of a sudden you get a thought and go, where did that come from? That's never happened. You always know exactly that it's your mind?
6: Yes. Uh, I do not channel anything. Really? Uh, no, no other entity or power uh, gives me ideas. Uh, they come from me. It's all my imagination. And my perception the of the world and how I interpret it. Interesting.
5: So you, you do get a stimulation from uh, something you see, though. I mean, you're walking down the street, you see something that's just, hey, that's funny, I could do something with that. Or, or is it just pure, uh, purely
6: generated uh, inside your head? Well, first of all, being stimulated uh, doesn't mean it didn't occur in my head. Because what the world presents to us is what it presents, but it's how we interpret what we see or hear, or touch, or feel, or smell, that is what our brain uh, receives. Uh, We we process it. So the way I process what I see or hear uh, is, in fact, me doing it, and I take 100% of the credit.
1: Fantastic. Well, listen, why don't we uh, jump into a song that kind of talks about imagination and get these things rolling here. How about, um, I'm going to introduce Bluesy. Is that okay? Do you want to say anything about Bluesy before I spin the the tune? Yes, I would.
3: I love Bluesy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, here we go. (laughs) Bluesy.
4: imaginary friend bluesy is my imaginary friend we don't need toys, we don't need money we don't need umbrellas The and smiles are so funny, bluesy bluesy is my imaginary friend. I He says and does.
1: Instrumentation what's tell us a story about the uh, the instruments in there
6: well we've got your uh, we got a live drum set we're mm-hmm. using a fender p bass which is a pre- stands for precision bass it's an electric uh instrument uh called an electric bass uh we've got uh, a background singer named tanya solnick doing that Ooh, soulful. Terrific.
1: she's
6: a terrific. Isn't she great she yeah, well, where, where
1: is she from? Who else
6: is she backed up? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, she's a cantor at a Jewish temple. No, kidding. So, so really? She's, she's, ba- she's backed up God. I would, <laughs> anything I say after that would be uh, anticlimactic, don't you think? Yeah, I, I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I and, think, uh, is,
1: Patricia, is Patricia on the line?
8: I'm here. Hi, Dave. Hey, Hi,
1: let's give a round of applause. Our Patricia. friend Patricia has just,
8: hey, just Patricia. showed
1: up. How are you, Patricia? Patricia she, ladies and gentlemen.
8: I am so excited because Dave is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite children's artists and songwriters and singers. An all-around good guy. He's a massive cookie baker, too.
1: Oh, oh. Uh, I forgot to thank him for the... Now, don't say that to Enzo, because Enzo will get very jealous if he out, I'm already
5: finds a out, out we have these cookies. You have cookies so that you don't share with Enzo? <laughs> if you get any well, more free tickets to gas. the upper house.
1: We're afraid of the gas, Enzo. <laughs> okay. And uh, Thinking well, about it my cousin a gas. Well, Dave, Bluesy is one. Now, is, what in what sequence was your album there? Was that last album? I mean, I know that we you just just released an album, but uh, was it the one prior to that, or how how far along in your uh, in your work was that? Well, that was my
6: light yellow album. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. That was my first album. That was my first album. Yes. Um uh, really? Yeah. Uh So there you There you go. Yeah, Dave. Well, You're really starting with
8: the bangs according to the colors of the rainbow, right,
1: Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Red, orange, well, yellow,
6: green, blue, purple. <laughs>
8: right, in you go. Well,
1: you certainly kicked it out. Well, uh we're going to uh we're going to listen to a little Bucky and Betty. We we keep promising ourselves that we're going to do that. And, uh, <laughs> Bucky, there's a I lot of things Bucky going on Betty. in Beantown. Yeah. Bucky's and
5: a good, uh, of mine. a good
1: boy. Yeah, well, this is a little thing that Bucky and, and Betty uh, uh, got into one day, and it's a pretty amusing thing because I think it has to do a lot with relationships, which I know you do a lot with, Dave. But let's uh, can we go to Beantown and, and see what they're up to? Let's go. There we go. Well, boys and girls, welcome back to Beantown. Today, Bucky is picking up Betty. They're going to the movies. Let's listen in and find out what on time means.
7: Ding dong! Hi, Bucky. Hey, Betty. Oh, Bucky, wait. What's the matter?
9: Well,
7: are you ready? I mean, it's ready for going to the movies, right? Well,
9: I know we're going to the movies, but you said you were you were gonna be here at not this time, and I.
7: Well, Betty, I don't just even a, have I'm just my. A little early. I gotta That's, do
9: my hair, Bucky. What do you mean you
7: gotta do your hair? I, or, or, Bucky, my
9: hair. I haven't curled my hair but, yet, but Bucky. But
7: Betty, the movie's gonna start in a little while, and we gotta be. And on, I just
9: started painting my nails. What? And they haven't even dried. Betty, only I only I thought, did
7: two nails. Yeah, but Betty, I told you what time this is. What you know was gonna be on. We gotta be on time. And right now. Well, Bucky,
9: what's on time? On time
7: is on time. You know when.
9: Well, when I invited you over, I like yesterday when I invited you over. You you showed up after the time I invited you over, and then today, we've made a well, time, I don't, I don't and, and now it's a different I, time than what was, I thought.
7: I understand. I wasn't on time yesterday. I was late, but late is not on time, and I realized that. Late well,
9: what's early uh, if it's
7: not on time? Yeah, well, early is early. See, well, well look, could
9: you be early and be on time no, at the can't same be, time? No.
7: It's, look, Betty, It's there's on time, and that means, like, the time. That's when things are supposed to happen. But early is before the on time, and late is after on time. So you got problems. Well, why
9: did you show up late? Well, if you they, showed up late, my hair would have been done. Well,
7: well, that, well, that's true. But then we wouldn't be on time for the movie. See, there's a difference. yeah, but my hair would look really better. I, your hair looks good just the way it is. Can we just go so we can be on time? You know, I mean, there's different on times. There's on time here. And right now, I'm a little early. Well, how could you be on
9: time and we be on time at the movies? How could you be on time at both places?
7: No, there's different on times. The movie plays, the theater's got an on time when the movie starts. But right here, I'm a little bit early, but that's so we can get so... Well, you
9: must be really early, Bucky, because I'm usually... On time with my hair. It's
7: not really early. It's a little early. Betty, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll go downstairs and I'll wait till it's on time and then I'll ring the bell again, all right? You think it can do be you want
9: to? Do you want to wait outside or do you want to wait inside? Or do you want to ring the bell or do you want to knock?
7: Uh, Betty, I think. Or said, should
9: you just stay inside and I'll get ready and then you can Betty, pretend ring the doorbell?
7: You, you know, or you, know, you know, can wait
9: inside you, and then go outside and ring Betty, the bell? we're
7: wasted waste of time. See, time is the thing. There's on time, there's early, and there's late. And right now, we're wasting time. Because after we waste enough time, there will be no on time, or we'll be late. And well, on time, we'll be gone. What go time,
9: What, what? Um, what time is the movie start?
7: What? Uh, on time. It starts on time.
9: Well, I'll try to. I'll go. I'll go right upstairs and start on my hair, so we can see. That really. Oh, I can't wait, Bucky. You're gonna take me to the. My favorite movie. I love the movie about the flying dog.
7: Yeah, but wait a minute, a flying dog? I, no, no, no. I, he's a superhero, no, Bucky. We, no, we, we're going to the one with the flying bat. I mean, Vane, this is Vane's big, you know, I don't like that. No, it's called Stardust Dog Flying. No, this is Vane, Vane, Vane the Vampire. Oh. Yeah. It's, no, I thought it was
9: Stardust Dog. How did we get this confused? Because he could go really fast, like Stardust.
7: Yeah, but Vane is flopping around, and he gets into trouble with Muncher and Rex, Ooh. And this is scary. This that is
9: sounds really scary, is, It is. It's
7: a triple f- triple thriller. It's a triple thriller Ooh. night, and we've got to be on time.
9: Ooh. But you thought
7: we were going to see a dog, a flying dog? Yeah,
9: because Kim, Kim told me that the dog movie's so amazing. And, and the dog is called Stardust, because he's really fast, and he can fly. He can just run really fast, and he flies and he goes to these different a, islands is, and he gets, the, he like saves people and he like flies and, and, it, and it, you're it, talking about a bat there's no bat in the dog movie i thought it was jim t- never told me anything about a bat
7: well it's not a really he's a vampire he's he's vain you know vain you know he sees flying around town all the time but it's this, this time they did a movie and oh. i don't i don't really like those guys because they're villains but th- it could be interesting to see you know people you oh. know you know i mean it's kind of a thing right but you, this, you really want to see the dog?
9: Yeah, Pucky. it It's kind of a romantic movie oh. too, because I guess, I guess he ends up finding, like I've never seen this before. But I guess he falls in love with a mouse.
7: A dog, fa- Betty. Come on, how realistic yeah. is it? it but you so- know,
9: it it sounded really funny to me. But it's kind of a comedy romance, well, and you know how I love comedy romance.
7: Well, Betty. Uh, I was ready for it. And I
9: guess the mouse, like, rides on her shoulder. I told Kimmy, don't tell me any more about the movie because I want to find out. Yeah. And, she, and I told her that you you're were taking me. You know, we're going to see a scary movie. And I don't really okay. like scary well, no, movies, Bucky. Oh, right,
7: listen, if we keep doing this, we're not going to be on time. And and we'll miss both movies. So I, why don't we just get going? Because, like, I, okay, if you want to see the dog, I'll take you to see the dog. Come no, on. never mind. I'll, I'll see the dog. No, no, really. I want that's to see the dog bad. now. No, maybe. I don't. I'd be too afraid with a thr- triple thriller. I want to see a dog. So let's... What do you say? Just... Can you get... We'll, we'll get going and so oh. we can be on time and not late or not early. What do you think? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Betty.
9: Wait. Oh, it seems like it's really gotten dark outside.
7: Yeah, a little dark, but that's all right. We could. Do still you think be- we
9: miss the movies?
7: Oh, maybe. Well, what now? Betty
9: well I don't think we're gonna be on time well and I think we just we've been talking so much and time I do my hair my nails oh we're not gonna make the movies how about we just I guess we're just gonna have to watch a movie here
7: okay Betty a thriller hey boys and girls well as always that was very
1: interesting not only did we get to find out what on time means, but we found out what kind of movies Betty and Bucky like. Stay tuned. <laughs> hey, does that sound, Patricia, does that sound <laughs> familiar? You're, since you're the only female on, on this, three male, yes. Does that sound familiar at all?
8: Um, don't go there. Yeah, I I don't think that's a good idea either (laughs) We need an
1: opposing view, that's all
8: (laughs) I think really, really um, vigilant They could be on time more often
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Dave?
5: (laughs) Ahead of time is on time On time time is a late And late, of course, is not acceptable Right (laughs) Nobody pays attention to that But I'd like to say it (laughs)
1: <laughs> Dave, you, have you got any opinion on the male-female thing? I found it very
6: male-female to me. Well, you know, uh, either a female or a male uh, could be late. I don't know that one is late more often than the other, but I do think that there is a specific time when you're supposed to be somewhere and you want to be respectful, it's, it's a good idea go. to be on time. Uh, And I I try to remember that if I'm in the middle of writing a song and if I'm going on my regular Friday night date with my wife and I notice that it's 625 and we leave at 630, I say to myself, okay, I'm going to sing what I have so far into my phone on the memo program so that I can finish it later, even though emotionally I want to keep going. I want to be respectful to my wife.
1: Love you, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I think you have a song. It's not exactly there, but it's close enough. Let's listen about um, that being responsible and caring From uh... Here we go.
4: I was doing a little fishing. At my favorite fishing hole Just me and the sky and the pond In my eye on my fishing pole Then all of a sudden Wham! I felt a tug And that tug was strong The fish I reeled in Had to have been Ten feet long Ten feet long?
3: Hmm Could, Could it be, be your stretching
4: The truth of that I was having a little foot race with a very fast friend of mine. We ran like the wind as both of us grinned at that finish line. Then all of a sudden, vroom! I threw my legs in a superpower. I leaped to the lead and won at a speed of 90 miles an hour. 90
2: miles an hour?
4: Mm. Could it be your stretches? Suggesting you're a liar Oh, that would be an awful thing to say May we simply advise you It may not be wise to get quite so carried away Away Myself would never endeavor to cleverly rewrite history so as to make my
6: words and deeds more remarkable than
4: they already are. To do so would only diminish my role as a key player in the human drama.
6: Someone whose magnificent
4: skills are in such demand, I hardly know which multi-million dollar deal to sign next.
2: Multi-million dollar deal? Hmm.
4: Could it be your exception? The truth, A little bit I don't think I can trust you As far as I can stick I
3: do believe you're having An exaggeration fit But stretching The
1: Well, that's all about, uh, you know, being honest and, you know, being on time and character. Because you are also, your uh, your actual um, school assembly program is called Character Counts. Yes, it By is. By the way, that's, I love that, that trombone
5: yeah. in that song. It was a wonder. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, Enzo, you never stretch the truth, do you? <laughs>
5: <laughs> the, stretch the stretch the truth. The truth is like a, like a, a, like a latex. You know, you can just you can just just goes on and on and on. The truth, you know.
1: <laughs> so Dave, tell us how do you, how you got onto this character counts program.
6: Well, I've been noticing that uh, when I make a decision, I'm not the only person affected by what I decide. And, of course, Mm -hmm. after I've decided to do something, when I actually do it, what I do affects the other people around me who are called stakeholders, stakeholders. Enzo, a stakeholder is not someone with a fork and a juicy piece of meat, okay? (laughs) A, A stakeholder is somebody who has a stake or that is an interest in what's going on. And I thought to myself, I'm the father uh, of some children, and I want them to keep in mind how other people feel and what effect their decisions have on other people. And I listened to a guy named Michael Josephson, who is the founder and CEO of Character Counts, an organization that helps kids make good decisions. And I said to myself, I want to be part of that. So I introduced myself to Michael. And I wrote a few songs on spec. That means speculation. That means I wrote a few songs so he could see what I could do if we worked together. And he liked what I did, and he already knew I liked what he did. And baba boom, I'm now part of Character Counts. <laughs> hey!
1: <laughs> hey! Fantastic. It sounds like a
5: good good match. It to me too.
1: Yeah, is it a co-sponsored thing where you are obviously tied to his, um, his, his, you know, his registered trademark?
6: I'm what's called a community partner. Uh, Actually, that's wrong. I'm, I own everything that I do uh, for them, Mm -hmm. but uh, we have a financial agreement to where uh, we all share in the pie, and everything's groovy. Everyone's happy.
1: Great. Right. That sounds like
6: a lot. You know, when you talked about stakeholders, it sounded like John
1: Mackey's uh, conscious capitalism. Are you familiar? with? He's the founder of Whole Foods. Oh, uh, no, I'm not familiar with that. Oh, okay. They, well, he talks about any... any uh, To have capitalism which is conscious, which is exactly what you're talking about, knowing that any decision you make or any product you make will have many ripple effects and you can't do anything without lots of stakeholders in your company, as opposed to shareholders, which are usually people who just put money in. But a stakeholder is somebody who contributes in all kinds of ways to whatever you're doing. So that's great that you're reaching out to kids and letting them know that it's not only what they do, that affects them, but it affects a whole bunch of other people all the way through society. And Patricia always talks about that in all of her music. Right, Patricia?
8: That's right. But, you know, going back to the exaggeration and truth-telling and being on time, I have to apologize to Dave and, and you, Tom, and Enzo for being late this morning. Uh, because I was, um, I, I, you know, I normally am very much on time. I'm very punctual. But I I was running for president. <laughs> 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 Wonderful
6: <laughs> uh, Tommy yeah, and Enzo and Patricia May I tell you something I learned in character counts Go ahead. Go ahead Well apparently there are two aspects To a sincere apology First You apologize and acknowledge That you did wrong
8: I'm And sorry, secondly yeah.
6: You need to find a way To make amends so that you can underscore your sincerity. So, Patricia, I was just wondering, how do you intend to make amends? <laughs> so, well, I'd like a ab- box of Snickers, Patricia.
3: <laughs>
8: <laughs> and I forgive you. I for heartiness, and I sincerely apologize because... You know, I know you don't believe this, but I wasn't telling the truth about about running for president. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't because what I really was doing was hanging up my laundry. And
3: not quite as exciting.
8: That, that's not a good. For one, I apologize to the three of you, and. Um, Making amends. Now, that's interesting. So, Dave, uh, does the amend making, must it be related to the the transgression, what you did wrong, or can it be something totally different?
6: Uh, huh. Totally different, because uh, we've had enough of that other thing.
1: <laughs> well, you know, yeah, for
6: and, example... are all lies, it
5: all it all lies your the name, p- are some are worse than others'. So
6: the
5: apology has to be greater? Or is yeah, well, a transgression,
6: Patricia, a transgression. Your you're, you're mistake, your infraction, your wrongdoing wasn't very big. So how about if you just tell us a joke or a clever story? I like um, that,
8: too. Okay. Uh, once upon a time, there was a woman who was going to give birth, and she went to her doctor, and she said, Doctor, I want my children to be, I want my child to be polite so the doctor said, well, that's easy. All you have to do is every day say, I want him to be polite. I want him to be polite. So every day of her pregnancy, she said that. I want him to be polite. I want him to be polite. And she passed her due date, and so a year into it, into her pregnancy, she kept saying, I want him to be polite. I want him to be polite. Well, 40 years go by, and she's a <laughs> little woman, and she's still saying, I want him to be polite. I want him to be polite. And so finally she's on her deathbed and she, her last words are, I want them to be polite, long, and she passes on. And the medical community was very interested in this because they have never seen a 50-year pregnancy. So they did not. And once they cut her open, out popped two little old men and they were saying to each other, you go first. No, please, you go first. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like it very much.
1: <laughs> uh, good, good hey, one. Trevor, I think you made, certainly you made amends show. with that. Well, thank you, thank
5: you. And, I, and you, you got to the... that joke. I'm sure.
1: And there were lots of snickers right after the joke.
8: Yes, Oh.
5: Uh-huh.
8: <laughs> <laughs> And those.
1: Well, listen, let's jump to another song by Dave Kinoin. Yeah. David Kinoin. And Dave, again, your, your, um, your website is songwizard.com and Patricia, this is when we get you to give your website.
8: Just my name, Patricia Shee, P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A S as in Sam, H-I-H dot com.
1: Here we go. Let's see about or maybe we'll play this. No, maybe we won't. Well,
4: Grandmother's calling on the telephone Mama says tell her I'm not home Joe pushes Julie off the jungle gym I wonder if I ought to go tell on him Maybe I will Maybe I won't Daddy's on the freeway going 85 I can't wait till I learn to
3: drive.
4: Lady drops her wallet in the restaurant. I could spend that money on some stuff I want. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Tug of war in my head. What was that my conscience said? Nobody's looking at the mall today I could grab a shirt and just walk away Debbie got a copy of the test last night I could take a peek and get the answers right Maybe I will Maybe I won't Maybe I will, or maybe I won't Tug of war in my head What was that my conscience said? The big boss says I've got to use good sense Shut my mouth and shred the evidence I'm looking back on my history Trying to figure out how this all happened to me Maybe I will Maybe I won't Maybe I will Maybe I won't Maybe I will Maybe I
10: What, what was
1: the
6: what was the inspiration for that song, Dave? Well, I have the uh, good fortune to be friends with Stuart Stotts. Stuart, S-T-O-T-T-S. StuartStotts.com. Stuart is a very fine human being uh, with Patricia, uh, and I was with Stuart at a conference called the Children's Music Network international conference we held it in los angeles california a while back and Stuart and i had always admired each other's songs and we decided to write a song together so we went up to my hotel room and sat on chairs uh he had an acoustic guitar i had nothing with me uh but my imagination and together we wrote maybe i will Maybe I Won't, about how everyone has to make a decision about what they're going to do. And you'll notice that in the song, the singer never suggests what the right decision will be. Now we leave that up to the kid.
8: That, that's a brilliant um, example of great songwriting right there. I was about to point that out, that... The song and the songwriters did not give the answers to the listener, and it's
1: very good, excellent. And uh, you know, all of these things that you talk about, Patricia. I was going through my studio here, and I want to play one of your tunes and. You know, when, Dave. You talk about that. Any decision you make, whether you maybe you will, in fact, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Sounds like those two guys that never came out after fifty years. <laughs> but they also that everything that you do <clears throat> will affect everybody else. And um, I've got it right here. Here we go. This uh, I think this puts it all together the way you would, Patricia. You know, we all play in the same band.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Here we go. You
11: and I are not so very different, yet we are. When we play this way You and I are not so very different Yet we are each so very special We are like instruments playing in the same
1: do it right and in harmony, it's not going to come out sounding too good, is it?
8: Yeah, and that trumpet's for you, Enzo.
1: <laughs>
8: so Enzo, like, are
1: you still there? Are you snickering? I'm here,
8: you sure? Yeah, so trumpets okay, yeah. All, trumpets are all for you.
1: We love those I trumpets. We talked about that on one of the uh, previous shows. Those are real trumpets. Those aren't a machine.
8: That's right. That's a, No, what I said, Enzo, was that those trumpets and the trumpets from Dave's song, I know you like trumpets. Yes. So they're for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like
5: trumpets and uh, saxophones uh, and uh, sousaphones and microphones. <laughs> and like the didgeridoo. The
1: how how close That's is didgeridoo. your didgeridoo today?
5: Well, did, maybe a little later. It's a little too far right now.
1: It's a little too far uh, today.
6: All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a don't uh, so so. well well something. I uh, sure. Patricia, I love, I love, love, love that song, and I always have.
8: Oh, I remember okay.
6: one spot in that song that says, "You cannot rub me the wrong way." You know that spot?
8: Yeah, the guiro.
6: Yeah. Well, oh, the guiro is singing.
8: Yeah. Each each one. Oh of my ones, goodness! Each one of the instruments get to have their say. Um, well, um, I I don't I don't have a guiro, but I have a calico cat named Koopa, oh.
6: and Koopa jumped up on my lap during that song. Now. It is possible to rub Koopa the wrong way. <laughs> now, if you look at my arms, you'll know that I speak the truth. And what I thought, well, golly, Patricia's saying, uh, you can't rub me the wrong way. So I went ahead and tried something that Koopa doesn't like, and she scratched
8: me, so what the heck? Well, you know this. <laughs> The, the the verse was not about Cooper the cat. Oh, <laughs> oh! Speaking well, um, about I'm...
1: cats, <laughs> let's listen to. We got the perfect segue here. This is you may not eat my kitty.
8: Could you repeat that?
5: I said that was a very poignant song.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Dave, uh, not Dave, Tom. Tom, do you have two of my favorite Dave Canoy songs queued up? Um, two of my favorite of his favorites. not only is Dave a master songwriter, but master storyteller as well. And there are two songs in particular, uh, one which kind of tells a story and the other one which um, in its own way tells a story. But do you have queued up um, It Could Have Been Me and um, uh, what's the other one, Dave, about I'm, I'm a lucky or something happy like for
6: my, Happy for myself.
8: Do you have those two? Tom?
4: I read about a girl who helped a homeless man At first she was afraid, but then she made a plan Her mom and dad and her brother helped her out They said that's what a family is all about They got the job done The world is better than it would have been It got me thinking It could have been me
8: Love. studio audience who loves that song, too. Love that song. It's my favorite song. Great job.
1: Great job on that. Thank you. Why is that one of your favorites, Patricia?
8: Um, because, well, first of all, I love the country feel. And by the way, you might notice you know, a lot of the guests that you have had, a lot of the songwriters you've had on, on Beantown, they're some of the best songwriters for children's music in the country. And you will notice that these songwriters are able to write in a lot of different styles country as, um, you know, hip-hop, Dixieland. And Dave, in that particular song, he, well, in all his songs, he's able to choose the right style for the right song. I love what that song has to say. I mean, he just is a master songwriter. You just, if you're a songwriter, what you do, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, what you do with other people's songs, you kind of examine them, you inspect them, you tear them apart, and see what made that song so successful. And you can do that with a lot of Dave's songs. You can just sort of tear it apart and say, oh, that's how he did it. That's how he constructed that. Ah, I'm going to steal that bit. I'm going to borrow that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That fits in with character counts. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
8: borrow it. And it's a real Toe tapper. and has a wonderful message. And it's just a great, great song. And um, even though Dave does it in country style, I'm going to do it in a more rock style.
1: Yeah, Nice. Nice. Well, you did. The well, song do, we played today was a, a Latin, a Latin
8: style.
1: was a Latin. Was a Latin style that you that you did today, Patricia?
8: Oh, mariachi. Yeah, I find that yeah. a very fun. Just it's just fun. Oh to yeah. Favorite. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I love
8: mariachi bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Great. And who who was on guitar in that, Dave? Was that you?
6: <laughs> no, that's Randy Sharp. I can only play guitar that well in my dreams. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, he's, uh, I think I've heard that
6: name before. Who does he back up? Well, he's written, uh, many, many number one hit country songs, uh, okay. or Dolly Parton and the Dixie Chicks and many others. Uh, he's, uh, he's just a, a huge talent and I'm lucky to get to work with him.
1: Oh, okay. Great. How did, how did you make your connection?
6: Well, we've known of each other's careers uh, probably for 25 or 30 years, uh, him in country music and me in um, children's music primarily, and we had, we had occasion to meet uh, because I needed uh, something he knew how to do, and we've become fast friends, and it's been about six or seven years now. Oh, fantastic. Great.
8: Tom, Great, great
6: choice on that one.
8: Tom, maybe some of your listeners would like to call in. I know. Oh,
1: boy, oh, boy. That's why I love you as my guest host. Enzo, what's the matter for you?
8: <laughs> Nothing. I, think it. I, uh, I don't know. I forget
1: the numbers. <laughs> You've been thinking about them as a cynic at the bars. I
5: forget the yes. numbers. Are you making a funer way I talk? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were supposed to remind me to always yeah, say the call I, you in know, numbers. I have
5: a, a question. Do, do, do either, I know uh, Patricia and David, do you do you sit with an instrument when you write or you just write and then try it out on a piano or a guitar or something like
6: that? Or do you, you actually f- use an instrument while you're writing? You go first, Dave. Okay. Uh, I write the songs in my head before I ever mm-hmm. go to an instrument because I'm better in my head than I am with my fingers. That's my answer.
8: That's what Stephen Sundheim said once. True, really. Ah, the, uh, that's interesting. Broadway stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I would have to say that sometimes I write in my head, like if I'm driving or I'm sleeping. Sometimes I write songs in my sleep, uh, and I don't have an instrument with me, of course. Uh, but other ah. times, I would say more often I write with an instrument, either piano or guitar. That's interesting. Yeah, Wow. Well, it's uh, pretty fascinating. You know, uh, David was saying that everything
1: is his he never channels he never gets an outside idea it's all coming from him which is interesting because you know I heard the uh, my favorite band of all times is the Rolling Stones and um, it's so fun to hear Keith Richards and Nick Jagger talk about it because Keith is totally the other way Keith knows he channels and he says that you know it's his might. all the songs are already written all you're going to do is put up your antennae and you'll hear them you know, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 uh, you know, uh, he, then Mick says, "Well, you know, he struggles and struggles." Uh, and I guess it's kind of like Beethoven versus Mozart. Mozart heard all of his songs, never took credit for any of the stuff because he channeled, and yet Beethoven had a, had to a duke it out. So it's very interesting. But the important thing is you've got to get. There, you got to co- go there every day to 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 get inspired and to hear, either hear them or create them all by yourself.
8: Well, it's like anything else. I think you have, you know, each individual approaches it differently. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think Dave is very much a craftsman. He's a wonderful craftsman songwriter, and other people, you know, have to be have to wait to be inspired. Like me, I just I don't have the discipline that Dave has. He probably sits down every day or. You know, regularly, right. right. and I don't have that discipline, so I
1: have to wait till you know. I still have is- to figure out how you can be dreaming that, and it's you. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, I mean, uh, for example, probably the number one greatest rock and roll song of all time by Billboard and all of that is Satisfaction. And when you hear Keith Richards talks about it, well, you just talked about it, uh, Patricia that you dream sometimes, dream a song.
8: Yeah. Yes in yeah and uh, uh, re- song is oh, I dreamt it
1: right, which one
8: the color song
1: oh and, fantastic
8: and i, I mean the there's
1: there's a there's a find right? you you're dreaming and you're you're still working and you wake up and you got a song,
8: yeah, as well as the theme song, we were part of a television show uh back in the nineties, and they needed a theme song and i I just dreamt it, i mean literally dreamt it up, I woke up in the middle of the night, sat up in bed and had to write it down and, and get it down, in, you know, musically. But, yes, I had also read that about um, Keith Richards, that, that riff and that satisfaction, da 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 you know, came dreamed the there. whole thing. Right, in, in and, a dream.
1: And he never knew that he dreamed it. He heard it the next day when, uh, you know, as we know, Keith would... Uh, had had quite a quite a past when he he did some things with substances that we can't even begin to talk about and he was way out of it and then woke up in the morning he just purchased one of the first audio recorders and noticed that uh, it had pl- been played all the way through and didn't know why and when he played it back there was satisfaction
8: yeah yeah but but so how so, you... so
1: some people do channel yeah and and pick them up but could, uh, could, you, go
8: could ahead. you say the uh, call-in number? We keep getting.
1: Oh this. yes, three four seven nine nine six three nine zero three. And oops, looks like hey, it worked. We do have a caller. Hey, I know who this is. How are you, Paul?
10: I am well, Tom. How are you this morning?
1: Great. I, you've met. Have you met Patricia in the past? I think you have. Certainly.
10: I believe I have. And we have, Dave, it's been a a great show this morning with you and Dave.
1: Yes. And Dave, this is my good friend, Paul Elwell. Hi, Paul. Hi,
6: Dave. How are you? Good, thanks. And you?
1: I am
10: fabulous. How do I look? (laughs) Lovely.
1: What are you up to today, Paul?
10: Well, I'm uh, I'm enjoying some time out here in Beantown. I'm walking Harry the dog and uh, listening have... to uh, listening to you on my iPhone on my headset. And, and nice. I think Tom's lonely. I think I'm going to call Tom up and bother him.
1: Well, <laughs> well, we were hoping you'd have Cameron with you. you have Paul has an amazing uh, uh, extension of himself and his wife. He has an amazing kid who is uh, actually tell him, Paul. He's a what kind of kid?
10: He's well, he's CameronTheKid dot com. He is uh ten years old. He's a race car driver. He's done stand up comedy uh three times. Uh he's quite a writer, quite an artist. Uh very, very generous kid. Uh Can he You like a story. I had, I had a great Dave, story that, that,
1: that Yeah, Dave is uh Dave's Dave is a, belongs to a group called Character Counts and he uh, you know, goes around to schools, does a program all about character. In fact, I'm looking at his album cover right now, Trustworthiness, Respect, Responsibility, Fairness, Caring, and Citizenship. And Paul called me today with a fabulous Cameron, who is a professional kid. I mean, this kid isn't just yes. a kid. He's a professional kid. And tell us that great story, Paul.
10: Well, a friend of mine at work had a, uh, uh, his daughter, got badly bitten by a dog this week on her arm. She needed uh, extensive plastic surgery. It was a pretty traumatic episode. Obviously, she's 10 years old as well. And uh, myself and some of the other people that I work with on my crew, I said, "Well, I'm going to get a, I'm gonna get, a well, get well card, and we'll all put some money in it, and you know, she'll have a little something for herself." She's had such a bad experience, and now she's had to give up her dog. And so, my wife and I were putting in five dollars piece and. I said to Cameron, I told him the story of what happened to this little girl. I said, now go get five dollars out of uh, your lighthouse. He has a big tall plastic lighthouse bank that he puts his money in, so uh, we can help you know help make this girl feel better. So he goes, disappears into his room, and comes out a couple minutes later with a hundred dollar bill. <laughs>
3: And he
10: has, you know, he he's he's very smart with his money. He he doesn't waste his money. He puts it in there and really thinks long and hard before he does things with it. And I told him, I said, you know what, Cameron, <clears throat> that's incredibly generous, but at this level, it's a little bit inappropriate. You know, we're just trying to, you know, if there was a time and place to to, to make that sort of a contribution, you know, we would. So, but this is this is going to be a small gesture. This is just something to make her feel better. She's not terminally ill. There's not some big episode. This is just a little token of, hey, you know, we're thinking about you. So he says, okay. He goes back into his room. He comes back out, slams a $10 bill on the counter and says, that's my final offer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's quite a kid. Well oh uh, my goodness.
5: This camera you know, my address.
1: You can give us your address. The uh, camera's so in a generous political census. I'm be cheered hatch. up
5: with
10: a uh, few Yeah. You okay, know, Cameron's uh, always, pretty- always been that way. Growing up, he's always been that way when kids came over. And they took a liking to a particular toy, or a, a liking to one of his wooden trains. He'd give it to him; wouldn't even think twice about it. You would no, never that's... hear it again. You would never hear him say, "Oh, I wish I had that back." He used to his friend Aaron. He gave one of his favorite trains to because Aaron didn't have it. He said, "I hope Aaron's yeah. having fun with his train."
5: That's just the way oh, it is. That's good. That's
1: he have a so pretty nice good that apparent,
5: that bad
1: hope, Right. Hopefully, he doesn't start giving away the furniture, Paul. Uh, no, no. We're not sure. <laughs> well, Dave, you, you know, I was really impressed going through your albums and through your bio that you actually dedicated a whole album to a couple of to uh, children with cancer.
6: Well, uh, I didn't, but I was the producer on a uh, an album uh, funded by the Lance Armstrong Foundation. Uh, Teens. Uh, Living with Cancer, uh, I was in charge of uh, assembling songwriters to write songs with these teens, and they are on that album that you're looking at, but, uh, yeah, that's the story.
8: Dave, could you talk talk a little bit about Songs of Love, too?
6: Sure. Uh, There's a wonderful organization called Songs of Love Foundation. That's songsoflove.org songsoflove.org and songwriters such as myself uh, create personalized songs for sick children and uh, we've actually done 25,000 songs for children uh, in the last uh, 15 years or so and I'm uh, one of the talent recruiters uh, for Songs of Love and I write two songs a month for them in fact, wow. my cat, my cat, Koopa, who does not understand uh, the human notion of good character, is currently chewing up a profile sheet from a kid named Shane. I've already written a song, so I'm going to let her do it, because I believe in encouraging bad behavior I'm Just kidding, Karen. I'm just kidding. But Koopa is a cat, and I kept her in a room that she's not familiar with last night because I'm doing some reorganization. I'm giving my son, Grady, my recording studio, and I'm moving into the house because my current job is as a lyricist for a major animation company, and I don't really need my studio, so I'm giving up my studio space of 18 years to my 19-year-old son,
3: who is in calm
6: That means he's, uh, he's happy. But my past. <laughs> spent the night in a strange room instead of my studio, my old studio, and so I'm letting her take out some of her feelings on my paper. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Here are, By true. the way,
1: our call-in number is 347-996-3903. Boy, it took a long time to get that out. Dave, you know, I, one of the things that we, we love to talk about now is I just – heard it there you were blessed and uh not only uh, blessed but you also you know went after it you, you got to live your dream didn't you
6: are you referring to my dream being a songwriter and i'm a successful songwriter
1: i would say so uh
6: you are correct
1: and uh, what advice would dream. you give
6: the kids if they have a dream Well, Tom, this might not be the answer that you want, but you asked me a question, and I always tell the truth. I think that kids are powerful and can do many things, but you can't do everything, and you might be able to think of something you want to do and then not be able to do it. For example, my friend Bob Blue. Had multiple sclerosis and there were things he wanted to do but because of his disease he was unable to do so he adjusted his dreams to accommodate what his abilities were and I do that too and so my advice to kids is figure out who you are what your passion is do your very best every day And set the bar high, set high hopes, but there's no shame in not being able to do something. I will never be able to play guitar as well as Randy Sharp. I don't have the raw talent as a musician to play that well. It would be foolish of me to spend 10 hours a day saying to myself, by golly, I'm going to play as well as him. If this kills me, I don't recommend you do that. My skill is writing songs. I don't have to be a great guitar player to write songs. I can work with Randy. I collaborate. That means work with others. So my advice to children is, yes, just like Jim Carrey, the famous comedian and actor, said in a recent um, a commencement address um, it, he said that you can fail at something you don't want to do so you might as well take a chance on succeeding at something you do like to do but your, your, your efforts to succeed have to be tempered that means kind of like adjusted to also what you need for example if you're in a family and your mom and dad are struggling for money, and you want to be uh, a race car driver. Well, and you're 12 years old. Well, you might not be able to get a race car this year. You might have to take a job you know, after school and on the weekends to help your family raise money. And that's a good decision. It doesn't mean you're giving up on your dream. It just means you've got to take care of some business. And I had to do that too, Tom. I drove a Teamster truck. Are you listening? For 20 years, I, Dave Kanoin, drove a Teamster truck for 20 years as I was getting it together as a songwriter. So there you go. There you go.
10: (laughs) You know, there's so much truth in what you say there, um, David, because I'm I'm that that same person in that uh, I am 25 years now as a sheet metal worker and trying to get these creative dreams off the ground with Beantown and and my life as a stand-up comedian and I'm currently writing a novel. Um, You know, Cameron Cameron does all those creative and exciting things, but he sees me get up every morning at 4.30 and, and put on dirty clothes and head out for a day's pay. And that that encouragement on both ends to say, do what you have to do before you do what you want to do. Uh, he's very, very good at he's, he, he's taking that in. Uh, he really is just incredible when it comes to things like that. He is not easily disappointed.
1: So, Dave, but you're not saying settle. I didn't hear settle in anything you said.
6: Listen, settle sounds like you gave up because you're too wimpy. Yeah, right, exactly. No, no. I don't... Here, here's the thing. Uh, there's a wonderful... Uh, uh, my family motto is a quote from Edward E. Hale. And that quote is, I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. And I will not let what I cannot do interfere with what I can do. So, I'm not one to tell kids to settle, but I'm also one to say to kids, listen, if you are physically small and your parents are physically small, maybe having a dream of being in the the, uh, National Basketball Association Pro League, it's not, it's, it's fun to think about it but it might not be a realistic dream. Now, Thomas Edison and the Wright brothers spent endless hours uh, in their, their uh, laboratories and in their shops, uh, and they never gave up, and by golly, the Wright brothers created a plane that flew not too far from where you currently are, there in Beantown, and the uh, Outer Banks of the Carolinas. Uh, And Edison, although he was not a very good father, by the way, was an incredible scientist, and he never gave up. And, you know, listen, I'm not someone to squelch a dream, but I'm also someone to say to kids, you know what? You've got a certain amount of skill here and there, and some of it's undiscovered, and some of it you already know about, Go with your strength and your passion. Do the best you can. Listen, I am never gonna be as good a songwriter as Elton John. I'm just telling you that right now. That doesn't mean I've settled or given up. I know who I am and I'm happy doing the best that I can do. But I can't we it go, on. there
1: it is. That's what we were looking for, right there. (laughs) And I hit the wrong button. There we go. (laughs) And that's the wisdom from Dave Canoy. Did you just Uh, give me the? Can we do? We're gonna we're gonna do uh, one of your signature songs here. And and you know what that? Well, by process of elimination, you can probably tell what that is. I don't really. <laughs> okay, let's do it. It's one you always talk
4: about. When your diddly-dop is broken and your riddly bop is blue, When your jiggly-jump is joking on a wiggly womp a When you're teetering on a tumble through a jumble of things to do, You know that it's Monday again. When your fuddly is slipping on the when your holy door is dripping and your lodely low is sopped When you're losing it by the gallon and the calendar can't be stopped, you He's know done. that it's Monday again. Where did my weekend go? It's sad to go. I went it so when will it come again? The outlook's bleak, till later this week. When you're under the bum doodle And you're wondering what's the use When you're scratching the num noodle doodle And you're catching a screw that's loose When your Saturday smile is sagging And you're dragging the old caboose You know that it's Monday again. Where did my weekend go? It's sad, you know I loved it so When will it come again? to later this week. Bum, bum, when you're under the bum de doodle and you're wondering what's the use, when you're scratching the num de doodle and you're catching a screw that's loose, when your Saturday smile is sagging, and you're dragging the old caboose, you know that it's Monday, that sure isn't Sunday, you know that it's Monday again.
1: Great song. Great song. Is that from... Did that ever get in a movie, or where did that go? Uh,
6: it's on my CD called Getting Bigger. Uh, no, it's never been in a movie, but um, I do license my songs um, to other companies. For example, if you go to Walmart, uh, one of my songs is, is on a CD called uh, uh, 101 Dalmatians and Friends. So... When I make a record uh, like Getting Bigger and has a song on it like Monday Again, as I'm writing the song, now, I am a businessman, Tom. So when I write a song, I I think about not only the current use, which is on my album, but also its potential for future uses. Now, a song like Monday Again is eminently licensable uh, because, you know, we've all had that kind of Monday feeling where we've got a full day of uh, work ahead of us. And we kind of wish it was still Sunday, you know. Uh, so there may be an occasion in the movie or to sell a product where that theme uh, is a bullseye. And, boy, am I ready to license that song when I discover that moment.
1: Yeah, it's a beaut. It's, it's really something. Hey, listen, Patricia, guess what? I think we have a caller. Yay! Yeah, 276, who are you?
0: Hello, this is Earth Mama Joyce calling in. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what hey, a fabulous Earth show
3: you
1: got
0: this morning.
8: Hey,
1: <laughs> so glad you called
8: in. I miss. Oh, I, I'm so sorry I had to miss your show as 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 host. I wanted to be there.
0: Well, that's the cool thing about Beantown Pals. You can find it often, and there's always something great happening. So, um, Tom, <laughs> I just have one quick comment, and then I'm going to get off the air and and let your other callers and your fabulous guests um, continue i have i have so much of what you and patricia and and dave have talked about this morning just resonates richly with me i love the comments and the whole body of work that both patricia and dave have done and i just want to put a plug in for anybody who's not that um familiar with their work Uh, Besides being wonderful individual artists and writers and encouragers of families and children, they also are are very invested in a wonderful group called Children's Music Network. And um, I would encourage, I hope they will share that website address and also the fact that we have um, our annual event coming up in September this year it 's on the east coast and one of the reasons i 'm looking forward to going will be to soak up the programs and the wisdom and the fun and the humor, and of course the great music of folks like Patricia and Dave, and I want to note that this isn't just for musicians. A lot of families show up, um, parents, grandparents, just looking for great new music. So that's my piece. I love you all. Thank you all for what you're doing for our amazing earth and for children and families and music. Thank you, Patricia. Go ahead.
1: What? Go ahead, two Patricias. I mean, Joyce. I'm sorry, Joyce. Thank you. Go ahead, Patricia.
8: I'm just. I want to thank you, Joyce, for bringing that up because that's a a huge part of um, of both Dave and my's world, and it's not just for, as you said, musicians, but for, for non-musicians and anybody who cares about children's music. Librarians, teachers, um, parents, uh, any anyway, radio show hosts, Tom. Yes.
3: And
8: and, and beans. Oh my God! I hope Enzo shows up too. Enzo, you coming? <laughs>
0: Conference. Enzo, I'm com. I'm coming.
1: Oh, Are him? you In- coming, Tom? I hope to come. Yes. In fact, I I was privy to get to see uh, and hear. Liz Buchanan uh, called me today this week, and she had a concert at a um, local actually only about a mile from my house, a local school, and it was absolutely fabulous because uh, they uh, created, as a project, They um, each class uh, created a song. And I got to hear all these original songs, uh, not only sung by Liz and her band, but also accompanied by the classes, the kids. And it was just a phenomenal. So I've, I'm blessed to be part of this. I never knew that this existed, you know, this kind of work existed and that, you know, the outreach and the, the creativity and, and the way that this flows and, and just gets everybody's uh, spirits going.
8: Yeah, can we mention the conference and the date and all that? Sure. Oh, Okay. Well, the organization is called the Children's Music Network, and the URL, the website, is www.cmn, for Children's Music Network, online.org. And the conference, it's an international conference. People come from all over, mostly North America. Uh, and this year it's going to be September 19, 20, and 21, that weekend, in Leesburg, Virginia, which is just a hop, skip, and jump away from Joyce, and, and pretty far for me, and, and very far from uh, Dave. But um, you will not, it, it's, like, it's like finding a gold mine. No, not a gold mine, a diamond mine for anybody. Yes. Who is interested in children and music, and the intersection thereof, and positive values?
1: Yeah. How long is the conference? How many days?
8: Three days, September 19, 20, and 21.
1: Fantastic. Great. And uh, well, Joyce, thank you so much for calling in and getting us on that topic. Um, and, oh, you know, so
0: much. And, and you know, I. It, it,
1: it, Go ahead, I just want to say that um, it 's so much fun to sit here and watch the stats come in every day, and how when we do a show um, that 's not the end of it that 's just the beginning of it because all yeah. of you um, Patricia, your show, and i 'm sure dave 's show today and your show Joyce, just continue to climb through the uh, through the days and weeks, and that 's really encouraging because obviously i 'm not doing a lot of i there 's only so much I can promote. But these shows are have a life of their own, so people are sharing them and enjoying them and yeah. uh you know, all of your exposure all of our exposure is increasing. Even Enzo's and he's back.
0: Tell them back, sorry. Thanks. I'll get
1: off. Handling.
3: Bye. Handling Joyce and, <laughs>
5: and uh my lights went out.
1: <clears throat> right. Well, this is uh, and, fabulous. Anybody want to suggest anything that we do right now? A little, uh, another song. Polly, are is still there.
10: Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here with uh, with Harry the dog, and I wanted to uh, remind them to, to visit Cameron's website, CameronTheKid.com, that I'm doing for him. And, uh, and what yeah, kind of dog and, is yeah. a Harry? Harry what the dog, dog is he, he, he's part terrier, he's part poodle, he's part dragon. So he's, he's very much a mutt. Yes. He doesn't breathe fire, but his breath suggests he recently ate something that was on fire. And he also has his own website. He's theharrythedog.com. So I have a little website fiction that I, that I like to feed.
8: Tom, but, do you uh, have, Tom, do you have time to do Dave's uh, song, uh, Happy for Myself?
1: I don't think we put that one in, Dave. I don't think that was on the list, was it?
8: Okay. No, I didn't put it on the list. Another, another uh, time.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely do that. I would t- tell you, because we've touched on so many subjects and things for kids, this uh, particular song, I'm, I don't know if you guys uh, know about it. Let me play it first, and then we'll get back to its origins and everything else. But it has real deep meaning for me, and it uh, hit millions in, on, on YouTube. Here we go we mm-hmm. Zach. Are you guys familiar with that tune? Anybody? Are you guys, anybody familiar, Patricia, you, Dave? No. I'm not. Who was that? That was a guy, um, young gentleman who's no longer with us. His name is Zach Zobike. And, um, he was a Midwestern boy who came down with the same disease that I had as a kid, osteosarcoma. Uh, unfortunately he struggled with it for eight years and, uh, didn't make it. But just before he, um, he passed on one of his dreams was to create some great music. And that song, I don't know how many millions, uh, where it is right now, but probably over 10 or 12 million, um, had a huge impact across the world. But, um, You know, it's just a beautiful song with uh, great meaning for for him. He knew he only had so much time. And uh, it not only recruited, I mean, did he do it, but he recruited um, all across the country. A lot of other nationally known musicians came to his assistance and re-recorded it and dedicated it to him um, as a final, you know, send-off. But... um, and I just you know I think it fits in with everything we talked about today. He, uh, he certainly set his goals high, and got, you know, and, and I think that's one of the amazing things about today is that the power that uh, I'm, I like these new uh, commercials I'm a big Apple fan, because Apple has done so much for me in terms of educating me as to, to the power of this technology. And their new ads say that we are more powerful than we think. And with uh, today's technology, that certainly is true. I think all of us as artists know that, especially musicians, know what we're capable of creating just on our computers—the sounds and the mixes, et cetera. So, uh, you know, just uh, you know, I I came across that this week again, and figured I'd add it to the show, especially because you know, Dave, you're doing so many things with kids with cancer, and um, but uh, there it is.
8: What, what is the artist's name again?
1: Zach, Z-A-C-H, and I'll spell his last name, S-O-B-E-I-C-H. And it's a beautiful story. They did over, uh, it's a, I don't know if it made a on national television. It may have, but it's certainly the video they did to accompany it, the story of his life. Really, really moving. Very powerful kid. He left an amazing impact on the world.
8: And what is the name of the song?
1: It's called Clouds, C-L-O-U-D-S, Clouds. You know, and the, when he starts off the beginning, you know, I fell into a dark and deep hole. He says, but since I've met you, you know, I can sail in the clouds. And uh, it was a story about his, he his, uh, had a beautiful love affair through all of this with a, a, a beautiful teenager. And, um, you know, at the time that he did have left, he, he obviously used uh, to the utmost, Um so just, and, and it also reminds me of how fortunate I, blessed I am uh, We had a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago An author of a children's book And she told me that uh, she was a 33-year survivor of cancer And I was I'm um, 55-year survivor of cancer And she said that just that week alone She had asked God to, um, you know she w- She had never met anyone who had survived cancer longer than her And the next day we were on the phone together Um, just through the the power and the magic of of, uh, Facebook and other things. And so uh, just a a great, but it reminds me that in the days that I had that cancer, I only had a 5% chance of survival, and even today it's only 50%. So, and Zach uh, didn't make it because the disease metastasizes. It spreads so quickly that uh, it takes kids out pretty fast.
8: Oh, wow. What a story. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful story. So, I, you know, I feel that it's nice that I have a venue that I can promote and, and, and give his story.
8: Well, you give this platform to so many people, Tom. I mean, it's a Beantown May it grow and prosper and travel all around the world and even into Mars. Because even those Martians need
1: here. <laughs> well, you know, th- thank you, Patricia. Because I just every Friday I travel to Portland, Maine, to work with uh, um, my recording artist, and we create and we just created three stories where uh, Bucky's pal Robo was abducted, and his his <laughs> and his other pal Boss were abducted, and they're on their way to Mars. <laughs> Take me with you. So we you. may be spreading it, you know and uh Dave I love what you're doing for for kids especially on the character thing and the motivational part I you know I I think you all of Patricia you all of the people that we've had on the show just uh give kids so much joy and I like to see a live concert this week and what Liz was able to do and I captured most of it on uh, my camera and again the other power uh, that we have today that, you know, we're not only carrying phones in our hands, we're, uh, we're carrying uh, recording of all types, sound, video, et cetera. So I captured many of what she did, and I'm going to start posting those to the CMN website and forum. But hey, hey. Uh, it's just amazing to see, uh, especially uh, she hooked up with a principal who sees the value of music. And I, get, I speak to a lot of inner-city schools about overcoming adversity and achieving your dreams and um, going for the gold, you know, going for that dream and not giving up. And, uh, you know, to go into so schools where there is no music, where there is not... You know, this idea that, you know, the, the, the whole idea is based on results and court testing, et cetera. And it's very limited, very structured. And to to go into a school that day, the energy that was in that place because of the music was, you know, just outstanding to, uh, to witness and to see the joy in the kids. And every time she um, sang a song that they all knew, every single kid in the – to hear kids' voices – expressing themselves through songs, I mean, is there there a better sound?
8: There's nothing better. There's nothing better than working with children. Um, It's just a heart opener and a heart uplifter. It's the happiest job there is on earth.
1: Yep. You know, I mean, it's just to see the hope of the future, you know, and the fact that we can reach out and make a connection um, I know when I speak to the kids, you know, it's I've been doing it for I don't know, I guess about eight years, and every time I open up a package of letters of thank you, and kids telling me, you know, that they loved my story and that it made an impact, et cetera, you know, I you can't, I can't stop the tears because you know I, I've noticed and yeah, in some of the forums the letters, you know, we yeah, it's nice to have the success of the money and we need all of that to keep creating, but. Boy, there's nothing like those hugs. As I think you wrote, Patricia, in one of your posts.
8: Absolutely. And did Dave, did you? Were you able to tell the listeners your uh, your website URL?
1: Tom did. Yeah, songwizard.com.
8: Yeah, Dave is such a fabulous conveyor of these messages and this music, and he's got the biggest heart and. Uh, and yeah, by the way is Enzo still on
1: No he Enzo has been having troubles with uh, his provider so oh. um you know Well I, then can I mention
8: stuff. Dave's cookies?
1: <laughs> yes. In fact I got some of those cookies they were fabulous.
8: Dave just as an example of Dave's big heart when if if you're um a friend of Dave's and you're having some struggles suddenly in the middle of your world pops up maybe a half a dozen or a dozen of his famous chocolate chip cookies, or maybe he has other types as well. Um, And I have been a lucky recipient of it, but, you know, he's just, um, Dave, you're one of my favorite people,
1: period. Yeah. yeah, We'll we'll, we'll second that. Dave, anything else you want to add to the show today?
6: Well, I would just like to say that I did not channel. My goodness, uh, <laughs>
1: I know you've you've created it all, Dave. <laughs> I take one hundred
6: percent of the credit.
8: <laughs> oh. So, do you also take part of the blame when you make mistakes? Equal. <laughs> Listen, yes. I,
6: I,
1: May
8: I have two minutes?
6: Sure. Is there time? Okay. Well. The, the logical uh, reasoning part of the brain, uh, part of the brain, is sometimes likened to the rider of an elephant. And the emotional part of us is sometimes likened to the elephant himself. The rider on the elephant likes to think he can control the elephant at all times, because he's so smart and so logical. And understands causal relationships and da-da-da-da-da-da. And he's all full of himself and thinks he is in control of his elephant. Because he is the rider. However, when a jaguar comes out of where it's hiding and bites the elephant on the leg, the emotional side is going to do what it's going (laughs) to do. So the best advice for a human being, is to learn to get along with your elephant. (laughs) Now, yesterday, yesterday, uh, I had gotten all of our carpets cleaned, Uh, and I had laid them all down, and I was preparing to move my studio, because like I said, I'm giving the space to my son. I noticed that on the just-cleaned, expensive carpet, was a round circle of pee. Because someone in the house had not taken the dog out or the dog door had been blocked by something and the dog had no choice but to be naughty. Uh, And I started yelling. I had a hissy fit in front of my entire family. And (laughs) I I was loud and obnoxious and accusatory. Let me put it this way. It was not my finest moment. But my, my, a jaguar had bit my elephant. And, but afterwards, I went to each person who saw my tirade, and I said, I apologize for being so loud and obnoxious. And everybody forgave me. <laughs> so there and you, you made
1: go. your amends.
6: I made my amends. F- yes. And I asked them to not judge me by my worst moment. And they agreed <laughs> That's great. for
1: that. Yeah. That's great. It's wonderful. Well, uh, Patricia, have you got anything?
8: And, uh, no. I have nothing You're left. F- I I, I think
1: we've had a a, a most magnificent show. Paul, uh, before we sign off?
10: I'm still here, Tom.
1: Yeah, we're we're about to sign off here.
10: Okay. Anything uh, that you want to add? Nope, just keep an eye on com. We're working on his website, and I'm <laughs> posting his stand-up there over the weekend. And uh, you never <laughs> could know what's going to come out of that kid. He's in such a creative setting. Well, and, I want
1: to th- thank all the listeners for joining in again this morning. And, Dave, thank you so much for uh, contributing. It was a great show. And, Patricia, as always, <laughs> this, the shows wouldn't be what they are without you co-hosting here and, uh, keeping things moving along and always reminding me to use the to give the call-in number and it actually worked today. <laughs> yeah. We, we how got that works. Joyce to come on in. Well, thank you so okay. much, everyone, and I wish everyone a great uh, rest of the weekend and uh, hopefully we get some great weather and enjoy it. Thank you, Dave, and you'll come back sometime?
6: Absolutely, and you're very welcome for my participating and thanks for the opportunity.
1: Well, thank you. All right, folks, there it is. Thanks so much. And we're gonna sign off. You know, I wasn't gonna do this, but now since it's all about everybody working together, I just absolutely loved this song, especially to sign off to Joni Leeds in Bandwagon, because we're all on the same bang- bandwagon and all in the same band. Here we go. <laughs>
2: One, two, one, two, three. Get up, get on the bandwagon,
8: just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, get up,
11: get on the bandwagon, get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. I brought my voice today. Get up, get up on it. I'm gonna make
2: some noise today. Get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon. Just get up, get up on
3: it. Get up, get on the
2: bandwagon. Just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the
3: bandwagon. Get up, get
2: on the bandwagon. Get up, get on the bandwagon. Just get up, get up on it. I brought my banjo today. Just get up, get up on it. Begin strumming all day just to get up, get up on it.
12: You wanna play? get up, get up on it. In. Here I go, here I go.